they're really made to be fun and exciting and uplifting for these women because I want them to stick with their fitness journey for a really long time. You're listening to the Fitness Industry Podcast, powered by Australian Fitness Network. For articles, resources, and inspiration to grow your fitness business and career, go to fitnessnetwork.com.au, where you can also find a huge range of online courses, many of them accredited for CECs and other professional development credits, with up to a massive 30% saving for members of Australian Fitness Network. Corin Blight is a group fitness instructor, personal trainer, and nutrition coach with an infectious energy and a passion for creating sustainable exercise habits in her female clients. Here, she chats with the Fitness Industry Podcast's Oliver Kitchingman about delivering experiences that satisfy both newbies and long-termers alike, helping women make space for exercise among life's other demands, why virtual workouts are ideal for busy mums, and how to effectively use social media to grow your online and in-class community. Karen, welcome to the Fitness Industry Podcast. Thank you, Oliver. It is so good to be here. You're a group fitness instructor and a PT as well as a nutrition coach, but you haven't always worked in the fitness industry. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and what made you sort of see the light and become a fitness professional? Yeah, so I guess it sort of goes back to about 2013, 2014, when I was actually studying at university. And in that time, I was actually studying a Bachelor of Business and sort of doing a lot of things with marketing and communications. And at the time, I sort of finished my uni degree and I was sort of approached, my parents actually said to me, they're like, you love fitness so much. You love it. You're doing it every day after uni. You're going to the gym. You're having the great times with your friends there. And they said to me, we reckon you should do your set three and four in fitness. And I never really thought about it before and then I sort of decided yep I'm gonna do this I went ahead and did it and actually I did it I loved it so much I loved it so much and sort of at the same time from finishing my uni degree and completing my cert three and four in fitness I started working in gyms and I started learning to teach group fitness classes as well but at that time I was sort of more so teaching personal training sessions and taking people through those and it eventually came to a point where I started going through Les Mills trainings doing the group fitness side of things with them, learning group fitness through those meals and then doing a whole bunch of other freestyles, teaching trainings as well. And that's sort of where it led, it led me to be here today. But I'm sure we'll get into a little bit more about how all that came about as well. <laughs> how interesting that your parents could see that in you. And you just sometimes you just need to be told by somebody else. You do. Absolutely. Exactly right. It was something that I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. But having the belief, I was like, okay, if they believe in me, then I can definitely do it. <laughs> Okay, so Corinne, now that you are well and truly established, you know, in the fitness industry, a member of the tribe, what are you teaching or delivering? Yes. So I have my business, Limitless Fitness and Nutrition. We actually offer a lot of different group fitness classes. So the classes that I teach range all the way from retro aerobics, which is an 80s themed aerobics class. I also teach Pilates classes. I teach HIIT classes and strength classes as well. In addition to personal training sessions, nutrition coaching sessions, nutrition workshops. And I also do corporate fitness and nutrition as well. All the things that I'm doing at the moment are online, but they all are they are all also available in person when the current situation isn't as it is. There's <laughs> quite a range of things that you're delivering there. Do you have a, a main area of focus though, out of all of those? 
Yeah, so my biggest focus with all of them is actually working with women who are new to and restarting their fitness journey. And that's sort of who the group fitness classes are targeted towards. So yeah, all our group fitness classes are generally attended by females. And those are the people that I work really closely with. And those are who, yeah, the classes are designed for. And they're really made to be fun and exciting and uplifting for these women because I want them to stick with their fitness journey for a really long time. So it was a conscious choice to target this demographic or did it sort of naturally evolve that way? Look, it actually was a quite a natural progression. Sort of one thing I left out in my sort of talking about how I got to where I am is I worked in a lot of female fitness gyms when I was sort of starting out in group fitness coaching and group fitness instructing. So I worked really closely with a lot of women. But one thing that I saw a lot of the gyms weren't doing was really helping the women who had had no idea about how to get started in the gym and had no idea about what they needed to do to find that really good balance with their fitness and nutrition. So I wanted to take on these people and to show them that this is the way you can do it this is the way you can have fun by doing it and also this is how you can keep it as part of your life for a very long time which is really good and that's sort of how we get a lot of our members stay with us for a long time because they have a fun time they enjoy what they're doing <laughs> and they want to still be part of the community well that's the holy grail is getting people to stick with it because you know people can be excited for a short time but being able to formulate classes that people want to keep returning to that's the magic dust isn't it I think so, yes. It takes a bit of trial and error, I find. But when you sort of get to that point, it's like, okay, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because it's working. (laughs) So you've got um, a mixture of seasoned fitness enthusiasts and those new to organised exercise in your classes. Is that right? Yeah, at the moment I do. I would say a majority of them have done some sort of fitness before, but there are quite a few also who haven't done anything before and are literally starting these classes from a very, very baseline level of fitness. So the good thing about us is that we do have a good variety, but also we have got a lot of options and levels for those people who want to sort of start from there and progress up, but also those who've been going for a while. We've also got the options to keep them moving and to keep improving as well. It can be difficult to cater to such different groups, as you say, particularly if you've got to try and keep them interested. You don't want their more experienced guys to be getting bored by having too much focus on on early base level techniques. So that's quite a skill set for for an instructor to develop. It is something that, as I mentioned, it takes a bit of trial and error, but... Honestly, I feel like I've worked in the fitness industry for about eight years now and I've seen a lot of different things and a lot of different ways of doing things and I've sort of just taken little bits and pieces of what I've seen other instructors and seen in different gyms and sort of found, I guess, a formula, even though that's very mathematical, that works for me and works for my members. So, yeah, I'm definitely running with that and yeah, constantly refining things every single day. So what are some of the challenges that you see women being faced with when they're starting out on the fitness journey? And with you teaching women predominantly, do you notice that the challenges that they face are different than those that men might face in the same situation? Look, I really do feel like when you are starting your fitness journey, you probably are going to come across a very similar range of challenges, whether you're female or male. But from working with females predominantly in what I do, one of the biggest challenges that I do see women have is that balancing it all, balancing the fitness, balancing the family, balancing having a, um, a work life and social life as well. So for me, it's about making fitness not only fun, like I mentioned, but also making it something that they feel like they can keep doing and sustain doing. And that's what why our express classes are really 
good that we do offer sort of 30 minute classes or 40 minutes max because they can get into the class they can get it done before their day starts and it's done but also having the option of doing classes on demand when it works for them instead of having to attend a live session with us that's also something that we use to get around that and that's what people do tell me or our members sorry do tell me these are the things that work better for me because sometimes in the morning I'm running around trying to get my kids ready for school or homeschooling and then sometimes in the afternoon it's just not feasible when I've got to get people's dinners ready and whatnot so that would be probably the biggest challenge that I see women are faced with amongst a whole host of other ones another one too is definitely just motivation in general and I think this is definitely one that both men and women (laughs) would experience because sometimes we get really excited and we get really pumped up to start a new fitness regime or to start with our new nutrition plan but often after about the first two weeks that motivation does start to decline so for me it's about creating really good routines and habits with my members for them to actually yeah implement those and actually be able to stick to what we're doing and for us it looks like actually finding in the time in their day that they know that they can consistently show up and do their workouts every single day or those three or four times a week, whatever works for them. And also saying, you know, congrats on doing that and rewarding them and encouraging them when they've been able to achieve that and to get those sometimes mental barriers that they do have stopping them in the first place. So yeah, I guess it's a combination of all of those things that I do see as challenges. Absolutely. Look, time is such a challenge for a lot of people. I guess with the increased use of virtual meetings, interactions in the past 18 months, people are more familiar and more accepting now of online exercise and virtual exercise classes. Are you finding that that even as we hopefully move to a world where it's not essential to be delivering online, it's still going to be the preferred method for some people because it will fit into their sort of time poor schedules? A hundred percent. I've definitely spoken about this before. I really do feel like the way forward with fitness and in general is going to be hybrid workouts where people have the option of doing the online or actually doing things in person if they want to. But if I'm just thinking about my community, for instance, it's made up a general population of who's in my community are women who have young children or older children. They find that the workouts that are online are perfect for them with their lives and their schedules because otherwise they spend about half an hour a day traveling back and forth from a gym that half an hour could otherwise have been used so much more valuably with their family or with work or whatever else that they're doing. So I really do think that online classes are definitely here to stay. And I really do think they're so good for women or for men, anyone generally who is time poor, but also someone who just wants the convenience of doing it in their own their own house. Because to be quite honest with you, the workouts are still intense and you're still getting a fantastic workout. So you mentioned before one of the techniques that you find for getting people to stick with it is obviously having express classes, having having short, fast, easily achievable workouts that people can fit into the day more easily. And also that is not going to be too overwhelming for particularly for newbies. Mm. What other techniques have you found to be most effective when it comes to getting women to stick to their training programs, either for, for PT or for long term class participation? Yeah, so for me, the biggest thing with what I do with LFN and basically with all of my clients is number one, so to get them to stick with it is to make it fun and to actually make it something that they want to do. I have found over the last eight years, if you're making yourself do something that you don't like doing or if it's a workout you just don't enjoy, you're not going to do it no matter how high your motivation is. So for me, it's about making the classes fun and whether that's about having a dress-up theme at our retro aerobics class every week or whether it's about having music that people quest and people want in our classes which we do all the time we often have playlist requests those are two of the biggest things that I really like to do for me another really big thing with our group and what I've 
find that works really well is creating a really big sense of community in in the overall Limitless Fitness community itself. And I really like to see our members chatting to each other, even though we're online at the moment in our group chats, in our Facebook communities. I think having the members connected in that way really does give them that sense of connection to our community and it makes them want to come to class and actually do the workouts because they're seeing their friends essentially and they're part of something bigger than themselves. So for me, those are the two biggest things. There are smaller things as well, like even I've found having merchandise and hats and singlets and jackets and all these sort of things, just little things. Again, that sort of creates that sense of community and it keeps people on track and it keeps people coming to classes because they feel like, again, they're part of something and something that's, again, bigger than themselves, but also something that's really exciting. And one last thing that I will say, sorry, I'm about to go on a bit of a spiel, but the last thing that I found that works really well too is definitely having challenges or something to work towards. So over the last, say, for instance, seven days, this is actually something I just finished yesterday. We had a seven-day movement challenge that I was running in our private Facebook community for our members. And each day I'd just do a three to five-minute workout circuit that people could use to get themselves moving and just to feel good in the day, usually at a lunchtime sort of time. And yeah, that was just something small that keeps people moving. It keeps their endorphins high, but it also keeps their motivation high too. So I can't recommend highly enough doing things like challenges, but also keeping your community connected through Facebook groups and chats and all of these sort of things too. So it really sounds as though half the work is done out of the classroom really, isn't it? You know, you've got your, you've got the actual workout itself, but then you've got everything else to ensure that people are attending the workout and that they're feeling, they're feeling enough part of the community that they don't want to miss it. Yeah, that is exactly it. And that's exactly the vibe I try to create in all of our classes. I sort of want our classes to be a really fun experience that just really puts something exciting into someone's day or into our members' days, but also having that online element and also having that a little additional thing that also makes it feel like LFN is a part of their life sort of all day, every day, which just sounds a bit excessive, but I promise it's not. <laughs> Come on, you received the Western Sydney Women Startup of the Year Award in 2020. What was it that you think made you stand out from other people who work in the other contestant, other contenders for the award? Well, that is a very tough question because those awards were actually for women from all different industries. It wasn't even just fitness. So the other incredible women who I was against in the finals for that award were from a completely different industry to me. There was an awesome lady who was in events and another awesome one, I believe, who was in business consulting. So it was completely different. Honestly, I can't tell you what it was. I actually was completely shocked when I won that award, although it was a huge goal of mine to sort of achieve a business award and be able to do that. I suppose for me, one of the biggest things was just being able to use COVID during that time as a really positive time for people and being able to bring people together in a time that otherwise may have separated people and made them feel a little bit more disconnected. So I think having that and being able to showcase that in my application and in what I was doing was possibly something that really allowed me to stand out and also being able to hopefully have a really good impact on all of my members' lives since then and also to now as well. I think that's probably the two biggest things. So, Colin, do you have any other tips or insights to group fitness instructors and personal trainers working with female clients, especially those clients that are new to fitness? 
Yeah, and I think it sort of goes back on the point that I spoke about earlier. And I think the most important thing, number one, is to make it fun, to make it something that they really want to do and to really listen to your clients, whether they're PT clients or group fitness instructing clients, and actually hear what they're saying. What do they like doing? What sort of music do they like? What sort of moves feel good for their body? What injuries do they have? And how can you modify your workouts to make sure that you're not only sort of helping them support that injury, but also to improve that injury if you can in any way I think that's a really important one I think number two as well is creating that really good sense of community which I've harped on about enough but just really doing what you can to create that sense of community whether it's through an online Facebook group like I mentioned I like to do a WhatsApp chat a Facebook messenger chat or just staying in touch through email if you aren't working in person but genuinely just show that you care because people are there because they love you as a person they love your energy they love what you bring to your business so genuinely, I think the last piece of advice I would say is to be yourself and to really just yeah hone in on who you are as an instructor and as a person. But that said too, don't shy away from getting additional education as well. Skill up in the areas that you need to for me because a lot of the women that I work with are over sort of 45, 50. I went and did Pilates instructing training because they were asking for that. They really wanted that to do some low impact training. So that's an example of when that's done really well and that's my most popular as well as retro road. <laughs> those two are my two most popular classes that are attended by our members so have fun but yourself upskill and yeah really listen to your members yeah that's very important that you are approachable enough for members to be able to come and tell you what they do want you to be teaching them and you know that they feel confident enough to be able to tell you we want to learn this so we want you to learn how to teach us this a hundred percent yeah exactly right and that's why being yourself i think is the best thing because people will feel comfortable when you yeah they know you're not putting a mask on Karen, always new people are entering the fitness industry. There's always new group exercise instructors arriving. If you were to be able to give a piece of advice to any new instructors starting out in the industry, what would it be? Yeah, and I hope that I don't sound like a broken record, but to be honest, the very best piece of advice that I ever got given came to me actually from my mum and she's not a group fitness instructor but it was a very important piece of advice that she said she gave to me because I don't know if I'm the only one who does this which I know I'm not but at the time when I was teaching group fitness instructing when I just started I put a lot of pressure on myself to be very perfect in everything that I did to have the perfect cues to have the perfect moves to do everything perfect 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 but to be honest with you one thing that I mentioned before was that your members the people that are coming to your classes they they want to be in your classes because of you as a person and they want you to be having fun as much as what they are as well so make sure you take off the pressure off yourself to be perfect in everything have fun along the way of course work hard to do good but the most important thing is that you're having fun and when you do that your members and your group fitness instructing class members will also have a fantastic time as well and that's what will keep them coming back and back time after time great piece of advice it's the don't let perfect be the enemy of good isn't it you know or it's showing the human side can go a long way I do think so. I think people relate a lot better to that. Cool. Thank you so much for speaking with the Fitness Industry Podcast today. If any listeners wanted to find out more about you and your business, where could they go? Yeah, so there's a few different places. We have our website, which is limitlessfitnessnutrition.com.au. But we also have our Facebook page, which is Limitless Fitness and Nutrition. And on Instagram, it's either Limitless Fitness and Nutrition, you can type it in, or I'm at Corinne underscore Fitness Nutrition. <laughs> cool. Thank you again. Thank you so much, Oliver. It was a pleasure.
For a huge range of online courses for fitness professionals, many of them accredited for CECs and other continuing education points, go to the Network website and select the Courses tab. Network members save up to 30%, so head to fitnessnetwork.com.au today to grow your skill set and fitness career.